Runner on first base, two outs, and the pitch. The runner goes. The throw down to second base, the tag, he is out. And that is another caught stealing. How's everybody doing today? This is Caught Stealing with Imar Kaz. And this is a different episode. This episode is going to go in a different direction because sports, Major League Baseball, is going in a different direction. I I understand. I get that baseball and basketball and football and hockey now have African-American black players in the leagues. They are boycotting games, asking for change. It's fine. That's good. That's fine. And now I'm reading college football has also canceled practice to um, boycott and to stand in solidarity for the Blake shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Again, the facts are not out. It was a seven-minute video or less than seven minutes where a young black man walked around his car to go into the driver's side of his vehicle. Cops were following him around the car and they thought he was going to do something malicious. So one cop poured in seven bullets into his back. And immediately the outcry over the video, immediately the outcry over the uh, Black Lives Matter. I, I can't have an opinion according to the rest of the world the rest of the world you can't have an opinion according to the rest of the world no one can have an opinion unless you agree first that this has to stop and change needs to go right now the problem is this you might not want to hear what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it anyway. You might not want to. You might not want to see my opinion. Or know my opinion. I'm going to give it anyway. I'm not going to. Go off and sugarcoat. Anything. For anyone. Just like everybody else. Should go ahead. And not sugarcoat. For anyone. The athletes of today feel like they can make major, major change. That's not true. You're canceling games. You want to cancel a season? You want to cancel your career? By all means, you want to leave the league that you're playing in, that you're playing in right now. Because in basketball case, 10, 20 years later, there's going to be more players. In baseball case, 7 to 15 years later, there's going to be new players. In football's case, 
four to eight years later, there's going to be new players. So you can end your career and you feel like that's going to be change or that's going to create change. That's not true. What you're doing is standing up together. It's admirable. It's respected. It is noticed, but it doesn't create change. You want to create change. Go ahead and quit basketball. Get into public office. Make laws. Pass laws. Challenge your colleagues in Congress or in your governments or in your office or in your communities. Right now, you can enhance people's lives. You enhance people's lives by playing the sport that you get paid very well to play. You can enhance people's lives by giving back to communities that are not well off, that don't have sports equipment, that don't have the education, that don't have the means, the resources to get that education. You can do that now. You can do a lot more while you're a professional athlete. But walking off and boycotting doesn't make it any more of a necessity or a, doesn't make it more of a uh, lighting a fire or sending a message or getting into uh, where change, air quotes, is going to happen. Doesn't, doesn't work that way. And if you feel like things in America don't change quick enough, I remind you, America's only 240, going on 240 years old. All right. Uh, before that, before America became a country, uh, there was probably about 100 years, within 100 years before that, and America became independent. So we'll give America 300 years of existence. Let's go 350 years of existence, right? And in 350 years, America has done so much to this world that I understand America is a land of minorities. And I understand that you guys feel like living in this country is bad for your health, minority-wise. I have family in Puerto Rico. I have friends that live in Mexico, in Guatemala, in Honduras, in El Salvador, in Peru, in Venezuela, in Dominican Republic. I have friends that live out there. And I have black friends that live there. Not, not, not African-American. They're black in that country. They are treated like the scum of the earth. They are treated on another level. But again, social change happens when you get into office and systematic change happens when you get into office it doesn't happen by boycotting a bunch of meaningless basketball games you guys don't understand you guys think you're hurting somebody's pocketbook and if that is the owner of your teams the owner of your teams has the they own that team because they've gotten other business ventures that allowed them to grow, to get to buy that team. So you're not hurting anyone. 
You're just making a fuss, which is good. It's a protest, and it's perfectly fine. But what I'm going to say here is everybody's opinion matters, and change happens in office. Change happens in the political landscape. It doesn't happen by boycotting games and canceling practice. What does that do? It does nothing. I know, I, in my opinion, I love the solidarity. I do love that. I enjoy that. I think that's huge. But overall, it doesn't change anything. And you guys demand change today. I understand that facts are not looked at the way facts are intended to be looked at. Nobody takes facts seriously anymore. And that starts with the President of the United States. He decides to use his own facts. He decides to make his own facts and to say that those facts are what people should listen to. But it's not true. It should be facts are overall. You based your opinion on those facts. If you're stuck and you don't know what to do, you look at a fact and you understand the situation. That's it. That's what facts are. Now, I understand facts don't change people's minds. All right? But people are allowed their opinion. And they shouldn't be canceled. And they shouldn't be threatened. And they shouldn't be moved on from anywhere or anything because they make an opinion that doesn't go with the mob or with the general consensus. So, I'm going to tell you my my I'm going to I'm going to tell you my thoughts and I'm going to tell you my opinion. If it comes out to where the NBA players don't no longer want to be in the bubble, and they're using a crutch like this to get out of it, then that'll be bad. Now, as of now, the NBA players say that the playoffs will go on starting Friday. But if it continues where they're saying that it will not, or they're going to leave the bubble because so-and-so, then I, I ask for the other agenda. Similar to, similar to, COVID-19, if we continue to get directives instead of health solutions, I'm going to ask what's the underlying want, what's the underlying agenda here. And that's what it comes down to because I can tell myself to wash my hands. A doctor can tell me what I need to do to stay healthy. So if... COVID-19 has these rapid response or rapid testing uh, things going on. And I can't find them at all. I don't know where to get them. I tried to find them. They say they're inexpensive. It uses saliva. And it tells you the CT number. And that number is valuable because that tells you, if you're positive, how much are you more susceptible to spreading the virus. Lower CT numbers meaning that you're highly contagious. But it also tells you you're negative. So those tests are good to have on an everyday basis. You can have those tests every day. So I think 
that players and NBA players and people that have this opinion of I'm going to stop playing, I'm going to boycott because time needs to move on. You know, we need to make a change. They need to start hearing us. I honestly think it's going on deaf ears. I honestly think that your your solidarity, your attempt to change policy, your attempt to make a difference, it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. Again, sports is a mindless product, okay? Sports is just like sports is just like the Kardashians on E. It's just like 90 Day Fiance. And the reason why is because it's not meant, it, it's meant to get away from the everyday. We can live without sports, absolutely. Because us people here in America, we'll play sports ourselves. We'll play and we'll do our own competing on the weekends and we go to our day jobs on the weekdays and we'll be fine. But you NBA players and you MLB players, and football players and hockey players understand that the fans don't need you. You need the game. Your career won't last forever. So you always want to make that mighty dollar. Understand, the teams stay here. You come and go, the teams stay there. The fans, they don't need you. And that's the problem that you have here. You're going to get into a situation where you're not going to be needed. So continue to think about what you're doing because people are going to go forward with their lives and it's going to be with you or without you. The MLB players wear the jerseys that I talk about on this podcast. But me as a fan, I don't need the Major League Baseball players in my life. I do perfectly fine. I enjoy watching them play the game. And I enjoy talking about the game. And I enjoy being the fan, being a fan of the Cubs. And, and rooting for the Cubs. And expressing my frustration for against the Cubs. I enjoy that. But at the same time, I don't need the Cubs for that. I don't need MLB for that. I can go and play at a local park in a league here locally, and I can do that elsewhere. I can be part of another competitive um, tournament or game, bowling or dominoes, or darts or pool and have that fix. What you guys don't understand is you think that you have a platform to make change. You don't. You don't. You have a platform to give back to society. You have money to create programs and give back to charities where you will make a hell of difference. But boycotting your own sport, your own games, it doesn't help you. And it doesn't help society. There's a 17-year-old kid that killed two and shot one other. 
And those two that were killed were white. The kid that used his rifle to kill them was white. He was basically being attacked by protesters. And he turned around and shot them. He was running through the crowd. They said that he shot, he shot someone, he shot someone, or he shot at someone. And they were chasing him down while he had a rifle. He stumbled, turned around, shot them. Shot about seven times, only hitting the three, and the two died. There's no uproar. There's no one going crazy. They wound up arresting the kid, charging for him, charging him for murder. But you don't see no uproar anywhere. No boycotting. No uh, protesters matter. No, none of that. None of that. And the people that were killed, we don't know nothing about them. They didn't deserve to die. The um, local authorities said those people wouldn't have gotten killed if they obeyed the curfew. Where's the uproar? This is happening. This is happening because there was a unarmed black man shot seven times. So these two innocent who knows where they're from, have nothing to do with any kind of situation, went over to the protest and get killed. And now the 17-year-old who's always been a fan of police, wanted to be in law enforcement, his life is over. Because of what? It's not black life. There's no blacks here in this situation. What just happened there? We don't know. We can't explain it. We can't say it. But again, that's an unfortunate situation that occurred for no reason whatsoever. And my opinion, and I'll end with this, my opinion is that sports gives us the outlet that our everyday life doesn't give us. Professional sports allows us to watch what would be something similar to a concert every day. What would be something similar to a play every day. What would be something similar to a scientist creating a vaccine every day. That's greatness. We're watching a talent level and a brain level of Really impressive ability. Same with the scientists, same with the astronauts, same with the construction worker. But we can't see those items every day. We can't see the scientists create a medical revelation overnight in one night. It would have to be a process, then we read about it. We can't see an astronaut go do their, their, their trail out in space and fix the space station for the greater good of the people of the world. We can't see those things. We can see sports. We can see the guys and the girls playing sports that impress us. And that give us a chance to just not think about anything. That's what sports does. On the weekends, we do a lot more. On the weekends, 
We don't need sports. We do our own sports. People do their own sports. That's why you rarely see any primetime games on Friday and Saturday night. Pre-COVID, people would be out and about doing things. So you don't have much sports. College football on the weekends, but you don't have much sports. As I continue or as I close here, I want, I want it to be understood that sports is an outlet. It really is an outlet. And enough with the PR necessity. You do not need any kind of good public relations. Just give back to your community. If you're gonna stand up against unarmed black men getting shot or getting police brutality, stand up against the young person, the innocent girl, the innocent medical uh, professional that got shot with a stray bullet, that got carjacked, that got uh, raped, and that they got taken advantage of. Stand up for those. Put, put policies or put programs in place so battered women of domestic violence can have an outlet to go to. Put programs in place for young ladies that have children with no father help can go to and send their children so they can prosper in their career choices and not have to worry about working three, four jobs to just food, put food on the table. I would like to see sports stand up and be a pillar of community strength and not just stand up when it has to do with something of police brutality or a proclaim of a video that is shortened to make your judgment on something that you don't know the facts about. This is what we need here. First, you wanted to have a conversation. Now you want it to be demanded we want change. Well, it doesn't happen overnight. We know it doesn't happen overnight. Like I mentioned before, the United States has been around for about 200, 300 years, depending on what you're looking at. The United States has changed the world in 300 years. Granted, the United States is not perfect. But they've done, but this country has done so much for immigrants and for people and for people around the world, not only in these, in this land bordered by these two giant uh, water, these two giant bodies of water. We, we, we here in America have to understand that and change will happen and change has happened. Police as we know it will not be the same. Sports as we know it will not be the same. Life as we know it will not be the same. We know this. We're people. We adapt. But this is going to happen. And it's going to happen sooner than you think. But climate change is real. 
So we have to do something to make sure that doesn't change the planet we live on. So we have to make adjustments. And we have to help the world make an adjustment. The world is going to be fine over time. But we have to sustain it with us being able to coexist with each other and our resources living in this earth. So overall, overall, let's understand the platform we have. Just because you're on TV doesn't make it that you can make a difference overnight. You make a difference in a journey. You make a difference in over time. Let's stick with that. And opinions of others matters. Opinions in others of others matters. Thanks. This has been called Stealing with E. Marquez. Regular programming will be back. I still have to discuss about the week of past. We've had a, a no-hitter. We've had some sustainable um, play going on in baseball. And uh, we will discuss more. And stay tuned for more episodes. And thanks again. Call Stealing with E. Marquez.